Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. All right, all right. Uh, I have taken over from the Truth and Coffee podcast. I'm taking Denise's spot tonight. I have a awesome person. He is a friend. He is a comedian. He is a family man. He is an entrepreneur. <laughs> and, and most of all, he is traveling all over the place. He's getting his thing on. He's doing this comedian stuff, you know? All right. I have Lance Thompson, the comedian. How are you doing today? What's up, man? Good. You need, you need to work a little bit. You need to have uh, no. your wife and train you a little bit better, a little bit, but you got it. All right. That's what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know that's you know what the good part is, though, Lance? Yeah. I'm the sidekick, so if I even mess up, it's just messed up stuff, you know? You good for a sidekick. I'll tell you. Doing, <laughs> doing your thing, B. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for having me, man. No problem. No problem. Hey, what's new with the family? I hear you got some graduations and, uh, you know, how's the wife doing? Man, look, we here, bro. Um, yeah, we got another graduate that's going to college. I have one that's going to Towson University and um, another one that's about to go to uh, Howard University in the fall. And yeah, just blessed, man. Wife is doing amazing. You know what I mean? Putting up with my stuff. So she's doing very good. She's a strong-willed person, and she yeah. has patience. <laughs> how, how do you feel? How you how do how do you um how do you feel about that when they're when they're moving on, they're moving into the next stage of their life? It's it's surreal because it's like, damn, it's like that's my baby, you know, and like my baby is now an adult, so it's like it's it's a weird place. It's like it's a good place, but it's a weird place. It's like, oh, we can really talk, talk, but you're still yeah. my child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I so guess that, that, some, that, some decent yeah. conversations come up as they get older. I understand that. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. All right. and, uh, we're, you can say that, but watch your jump in. <laughs> <laughs> so don't jump in. Okay. All right. How'd your wife take it? Uh, good, man. Like, bless. Um, she's amazing. She's uh, like, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> doing her thing, you know. Um, just very supportive and just she's the nurturer of of, of my tribe. So anything I hear that I hear some that. feelings and needs some nurturing, like she's the provider of that. So uh, you know, she's doing well. Like she's in a place of uh resting and we're kinda about to take on a new adventure. So things are kind of exciting and, okay. um, you know, we're looking forward to the next step, the next phase of our life. When you, um, I know, I know that you went out to LA and you did your thing. How'd that all come about? Um, man, 
to get on that stage, it took me it took me four years. Okay. To get on that stage. Cause before COVID hit, you're supposed to um, you know, you're supposed to submit uh, a request to perform and they give you this crazy date that's like two years mm. in advance. And that's like how long the waiting list is. And then um I got my date and then my date got pushed back due to COVID. And then um they started to do virtual. Um, they used to have, they had a virtual show where you can audition virtually and depending on how well you did on the virtual show is when you actually get to perform on the stage. Uh-huh. So they did good in the virtual show and they gave me my stage date two years after. <laughs> two really? Years. So it was like total really four years before I actually got on the actual stage. And um it probably there. would have been like two years, but because of COVID, COVID pushes everything. So yeah. everybody else that's in line to try to get on this big stage is, you know. Yeah. So it's in front. It's a stage every every comedian that I know wants to want, want to get on. I know I, I want the stage that I wanted to get on. And um got there, me and my wife go out there and I did my thing, man. Like I did my thing. The crowd loved it. They gave me three minutes, and I, I ate every bit of those three minutes up, gave me what I had. Does that um, open up any other doors? Is that opening doors? Um, yeah. Um, you get to, well, that's the, that's the first stage. Well, that's the next stage is uh, you get a graduate, a graduate spot. So okay. I was uh, welcome to come back for the graduate spot. That's going to be. In November of twenty twenty of next year, okay. So I'll be back next year at the end of next year, and um, yeah, just doing shows up until then. Um, they get they uh, giving you more minutes. Uh, I really, I guess so. I, I, it's either more minutes or a different um, show time. So I don't know the the full details until um, you let it give me that information when it get, I guess closer to the date. Okay. But, um, yeah, a lot of things are happening. Um, shout out to uh, Griff. Griff, he's opening a comedy club uh, in McDonough, Georgia. I think the first mm-hmm. night or the first weekend is the first weekend in August, I believe. I think August 3rd is the first official opening night. So um, hopefully I'll be able to perform there um, soon. Still working out the details on that. Um, gig, which I'm very excited about. Um, shout out to Griff. Griff, he I consider him a big brother. He didn't know it, but yeah, I consider him a big brother because he's you know um, looked out for me. You know what I mean? He was right. responsible for me getting on a radio show, a couple radio shows, and um, gave me mad opportunities. And you know, how's to, how's that? How how's that uh different uh, than like a stand up? Or are they just Actually, introducing you like like how you when you get on podcasts or is it how is that? So about as far as like radio, yeah, um, radio is like how they do. You'll have a joke. You, you'll run a joke by them and, and mm-hmm. say this is the joke that I'm kind of jokes I'm kind of going to go into, and they basically set your jokes up for you during the interview. You know what I mean? So okay. if I'm talking yeah, about yeah. marriage. If I'm talking about if I got a marriage bit. They'd be like, all right. Um, what's your marriage bit? And they'd be like, all right, boom, boom, boom. All right, that'll work. That, that's good for radio. So once we um, recorded, they'd be like, so how's marriage like? And so I just go into my marriage bit. Okay. So that's kind of how the interviews run, okay. you know what I mean? To keep the things funny and keep, you know, you, you're using your actual jokes, but it's like they set it up for you. And then you, you know, that's you, cool. That's cool. Yeah. All so right. It's pretty, it's dope. Like it's a dope experience. I, I like live performing. Radio is not, Radio is okay, but I like live performing. Is it the it's the energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I need that instant gratification of how well I'm doing. I need that. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's I like need that say <laughs> right. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Contacts. You get the contacts out there. Did you? I mean, like. It, when when I know when my son was traveling around, we were gonna we were gonna actually have him on here because you know be doing music and 
and being comedian, being on stage is kind of, you know, hand in hand. But did you get contacts that you probably couldn't get from where you're currently at, right? Um, yeah, when, when you're in L.A., um, you run into, like, all the celebrities, you know, it's just, I guess it's just normal. You know, you just run, oh, they go, go, they go, go, they go, they go, they go, they And, um, you know, at the Laugh Factory, you see all the comedians that are really doing, like, that I look up to. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of comedians I ran into. And, yeah, just running to them and communicating with them and talking to them. And a couple of them, we, um, you know, we keep in contact back and forth. And it's just another network of people, right. comedians. You know what I mean? So it's like um, opportunities present themselves. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember such and such from the Live Factory. Um, blah, blah, blah. He did this joke and he did that joke. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to have, like, I have signature jokes that I'm known for. So it's like, oh, yeah, that such and such does the, the African joke. Well, that such and such did. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, Build your network so when opportunities present themselves, they're like, Oh man, I got this brother that go boom, boom. So they throw you some work, you know what I mean? And then that's how you build your audience. And then you get just more and more opportunities the more people you get exposed to. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're, um, you, did you did you get a chance to meet any of your, I guess, you, well, last time we were on, you didn't have like, that like a, a person that you look up to in the business you look at you you're not trying to emulate because you want to be original right from what so did you find anything out there any of the people that were doing did they bomb did they you know did they not did they do real good and you were like you know what i'm gonna keep an eye on this one or to be honest bro and not to not to be on well nobody nutsack so to speak yeah but bro Everybody was funny on that goddamn stage, right? Like, then they got a good process, right? Man, I'm talking like, because you, if you're on that stage, I had, well, the night we went, the night that I performed, everybody killed. All right, I mean? that's awesome. Everybody killed. And I met, you know what I mean, a couple of comedians that are, that I look up to now, like um, Black Ron. Mm-hmm. Um, met him, saw him perform. I wanted to see him perform. I seen him perform. Uh, here at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach and killed. Like, I laughed the whole, whole entire time. And just to see him perform and meet him was, was pretty dope. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, was a couple people. Sydney, is, I, I think this dude, he's from a uh, tall guy from Texas, I believe. And funny dude. So it was a pleasure just to meet him. He was actually one of the hosts um, when I went, when I performed. So. Yeah, it was just a dope experience, man. Just you know, it, was, it, it felt like, um, you know, you're, you're like part of a, a brotherhood or whatnot. Yeah. yeah, that's one stages that you can. Okay, I'm on this level now, like I hit this stage now, it's time to it's time to keep going. You know, it's just one of those stages that, as a comedian, you want to hit. You know. So, where's your dreams? I mean, where you want to be on? Like, what what stages do you want to get on? Man, look, this I got. I want to manifest this dream right here. She got, I think, four more shows. She got like four more shows in her tour. My, my, Erica Badu. I want to host Erica Badu's tour. Like, I want to be the one to host and, and, and introduce everybody and fuck around with the crowd a little bit until the performers come. Instead of having, you know, having a DJ is cool, but. Instead of having a DJ, I, want, I just want to fuck with the audience, warm the audience up, give a little jokes, give a little poetry, and you know what I mean. Like that's an immediate goal. I want to do. I want to do stuff like that. You think? Try. You think that? Um, <clears throat> you think that her audience, the the people that listening to Erica Badu, would match with what you deliver? Is that what we're doing? Yes, sir. Those are my people. Like yeah, I gotta tell you, I, I, I love Erica Badu. She's good yeah. people. She uh she just performed here in Norfolk um last last Wednesday. Yeah, last week, last Wednesday. Awesome performance. And I, I was, it felt like a family reunion. Like everybody that was there is like, yeah, you know, you gotta get uh yeah, I seen Bay, you know what I mean, already just just that alone. And then and Erica Badu was like mm-hmm. 
Like, what's up, cuz? What's up, cuz? <laughs> it felt like a family reunion. You know what I mean? Like, I want to perform for my people, like my tribe. I hear uh, that. I hear that. You know, hosting or doing something to a capacity to to get on stage with them. That's like an immediate dream. Like, I really want that to happen. <laughs> you you know? got to have your management reach out to their management. That's how that stuff works, man. Right. You're so, working. Yeah, yeah. No, nah. I know uh, um, one of the, uh, she's an indie artist, uh, Pinky Killercorn. She's out of D.C. She used okay. to travel with her. Oh, really? Yeah, she used to travel with her. Maybe I'll reach out to her because she used to be, uh, she used to perform in the same circuits that, that Briggs did. So I, I probably had to reach out to her, see if I can, you know, make that introduction. Cool. I, three, I think I got four more, three more shows. I think I, I got a show tonight. And I think three more actors. That's what's up. That's cool. Well, they, you know, good luck to that. That that be that be awesome. That'd be dope, bro. Like that'd be that'd be real dope to to just have that. Like not a flex, but there's a slight flex. Like yeah, more echoing them. You know, y'all seen you know, my big bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just this little name drop here and there. Oh, body. <laughs> So, do you have more shows that are being booked? Like, where you at? Um, here and there, but not too many. Um, like, I'm, I'm like me and my wife are working on a big project right now. Okay, and let's speak about it. Focusing on that right now. You know, okay. to, you know, spill the beans, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a big project, and I'm excited about it. And that's kind of taking all of our energy at the moment. But okay. trust me, I'm going to be fucking these stages. Can I, can I? Can we cuss on here? Yeah, of course. Oh, like fuck me stages up momentarily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just you wait. You, Ooh, usually, usually I'm the one to let them fly, but you know we we we'll, we'll handle it together. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah, man. So <laughs> we're ready to tear these stages down when when it's after I get this under my belt. What we're working on, then it's it's time to get back to work. Did you um? Did you see Reality Check with uh, uh what Kevin Hart did? I saw bits and pieces of it, but I didn't. I didn't sit down and watch it by myself because you know I can't watch comedy and you got people running around and, and yeah. in a party environment. You know what I mean? So, for the parts I seen were hilarious. You yeah. know what I mean? For the parts I seen were hilarious. So I, I need to sit down by myself and really and really watch it. But yeah, it, it hilarious to me. I th- I think I I really like the way his delivery. Like there's certain there's certain comedians in the I guess in the comedic atmosphere, their delivery is what sets them apart from, you know, joke. His his delivery, how he how he puts things together really, really intrigues me because I know Dave Chappelle does the same thing. It's like his delivery is is epic. So the way they deliver is is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that that was separates. That's your that's your character. Like I always say, if anybody can do an impression of you, then that's a sign that you stand out. Right. You know? So yeah, the delivery, the timing, the the energy, just the personality, all those those are key ingredients to stand out from other um, comedians and you know, other artists. You know. So yeah. Like he, he he got it. Like he been had it. <laughs> you know this this last one is is it's like oh yeah he ain't fucking around this time. Like okay, yeah, yeah he's hilarious. He's a, he's an amazing artist. There's a there's a couple of them that are, that that kind of put me at awe because just watching how their their stage presence runs because introduction is introduction. Is once you get into it, then you already know know the crowd is going to be there. Yeah. 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 That's a, that is a crazy, I can't even fathom that level of, of performing like comedy. Like I can't even, that's like some alien type shit. Like, <laughs> like, like I can't even imagine that yet. Like I want, like I want to, but I can't wrap my brain around 20,000 people. Like, wow. Yeah. Right. Arena, like arena, like, People all the way up there and behind me, just everywhere. 
can't and listening, right? Not not interrupting you, just listening. They are right, waiting, 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 waiting for some lag. Like, you know, what, what you got for us? Like, that's pressure, man. That's it amazing. I commend anybody that that can do that. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to be able to work towards that. But that's just mind boggling to me. <laughs> but it's got to be it's got to be the opposite's got to attract too right so like you have that which would be an amazing energy feel back and forth right but then on the other spectrum i know that when you're in a closed environment with people right on you you know what i'm saying and you're making a, a let's say it's almost like family oriented right boom right here that's got to feel good too right yeah like and the thing about it i like I used to be afraid of those real intimate crowds, but I, I've grown to like those crowds because you could really, um, to me, you could really show your artistry because you're right there and it's face to face. You have to connect. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you have to connect with them and do your jokes and really talk to your audience, you know, get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps with, uh, we call it, we call it crowd work. That's help. Right. That helps with your crowd work muscle. You know what I mean? Like you got good. If you got crowd work, you got it. Like explain you, explain that to me. Explain that to me. Crowd work is basically um, not really using your written material, so to speak, like your mm-hmm. set. Right. Uh, crowd work is just basically talking to the audience and being funny. You know what I mean? At the same time. Like you, okay. it's like it's like a freestyle, you know. Um, it's just, you're, you're working, you're working off what you got out there. Yeah, like that's of. where, yeah, that's where the real artistry and your personality as an artist comes out. You know, it's that spirit of the moment, freestyle, back to back energy exchange, and you're funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you master. That's that's where I'm. That's the area that I'm tweaking and I'm working out it. Okay. You know what I mean? Doing these open mics and real intimate crowds and just really being myself, getting real comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that crowd work is where it's at, man. That's jokes. Yeah, you know, anybody can anybody can remember your jokes and I got jokes that I know it's gonna hit every time. But when you do that crowd work and you funny and you ain't even gotta touch your material like that. Right. That's when that's when you really that's when you're in the pocket. You know what I mean? Right. So Yeah, I, I could think the only thing the only thing about being funny at a particular show is you're not gonna see this same woman and you're not gonna see that, you know, that the same guy. So you really would have to be freestyling it. It would have to be, you know. Yeah. Each each audience is different. Even if it's the same show and the same if you have two shows the same night. It could be totally different audience. I remember one time, I think I told you the last, the last podcast, I had two shows in DC one time. Mm-hmm. Killed the first show, murdered. Like, my dad was there. I had my people coming. It was murdered. Second show, crickets, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I had to eat that. It was like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. It's like that, you know, that bomb is like, ugh. Like you, some people don't come from a bar. Like you got to shake that shit off and get back on that stage immediately. <laughs> get that bomb off you, bro. It's like, yeah. have you been? Have you been backstage with somebody else's bomb? Then they come out and they're like, you're like, all right, yeah, everything will be all right, bro. <laughs> Man, it's like I don't even want to be around bomb energy. Like I don't want to be around nobody with our bomb. I don't want to be around somebody with somebody else's bomb. I'm just like, I don't even want the second hand smoke of that. Uh, no, we. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's like, oh, it's You don't have a prejudice, do you? Uh, do you have what? Well, not prejudice. What are they called? Uh, like superstitions and stuff like that. Do you don't have no superstitions? Do you? Not really. I, I, I definitely can't. I, I'm a like, you, know <laughs> you don't want to put no bomb on you, though, right? <laughs> Nah, it's like, listen, it's when you bomb on stage as a comedian, it's like a suicide bomber that changes mind. You try to get that bomb off your ass like, immediately. 
I gotta find a stage. Can I get? Let me get a high five. Get a high five, brother. Got this bomb on me. <laughs> I promise you, man. It's, it's, it make a man out here. Tell you that. And a woman. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. So they just standing there. I mean, not well, actually. They're just sitting there, just looking at you, like. Man, it's different types of bombs. It's like bombs when they boo you, and it's bombs that when you, when it's quiet, you just tell your jokes. Ain't nobody scared. Nothing. You know, and the end is a bomb where people just having a conversation through your whole set. You just up there, and people not paying attention to you. <laughs> Those are the. <laughs> Those are the works. Say, like, hey, I'm telling jokes over here. Everybody having a conversation. I read this one show I did. It's always in DC. <laughs> I was in DC. I actually started in DC, but but you know, I mean, starting in DC, like in, in the hood, mm-hmm. actually. Work for my benefit because I went to one of those down there in Northeast. It, it, it was, it, remember, we, I think it was in a, it's a strip club now, I think. I don't know, but it, do you remember where? Oh, I, was I, think, uh, I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, I think my man was hosting it that night. Uh, it was me, uh, me, Dre, a couple people for work. I remember that when was like it, when you had a day job. That was, yeah, that was way back in the day. That was. Damn, I think I had just moved to Atlanta and I came back. Yeah. I forgot what year that was. Probably 2000. It was it was a ways maybe, back. Maybe 2010, 2011. Yeah. I, I wasn't living here, put it that way. And we've been here for since uh 2012. So it's been it's, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's been, been yeah, it's been a minute. But uh and if and if Dre was there, he left the company in, in 2010. So I mean, it was before that, so it could have been. Yeah. Like 2009, 2010. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like these You're doing this for a minute, Lance. You been- well, man, listen. When I sit, when I sit and think about it sometimes, I, I'm amazed. I'm, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you've been really, you've been doing this since 2000, 2006. Grinding. 2006, bro. Like, I've been. I don't know. It's a drug, bro. Like, I, I'm hooked, and I'm not getting off of it. I'm sorry. Like I, I put it down for a little bit, and then I, I'm right back shooting up. Yeah, yeah. some people, some people like uh, getting tattoos. You like talking shit in front of people. So I mean, hey, it is. I like, what it is. I like making people laugh and get paid for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. I like making people laugh but get paid for it. It's the extra. Yeah, I take care of my family with this. Yeah, let me go ahead yeah. and get that off. Yeah. Well, I guess if you if if you did, uh, I guess the people that you did you see that bomb, or if, if you had a, a, a time when you were you know going through that, it's like, hey, I'm still getting paid. I'm yeah. and think about I'm, it, think about it the whole time. It's like, yeah, I'm getting paid, but it's like, I don't like that bomb feeling. That bomb feeling mm-hmm. that is yeah. like a, it's, yeah. it's a suicide yeah. bomber vest. Get it off. Yeah. <laughs> Get it off me. Yeah, that bomb, because it's like, for me, it's it's bigger than the money. It's it's like I'm an artist, and I want to be a great artist, and I don't want to be out here bombing. Like, if I'm considered to be a great, like, everybody bombs, and, and when you're an artist, you fall short. Right. And, you know what I mean? But it's like, right. uh, that aspect, I'm kind of borderline perfectionist. It's like I, I like, I like to be solid. Like, I like when I get on stage, I want people. I want this. Like I want people to be peeing. I want people to be crying. I want tears. Like I'm, I want to get all <laughs> of it out you. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stop you from breathing. Like for real. Like I'm. That's how I want every stage I go to. I don't care if it's five people. I don't care if it's right. fifty. I'm trying to tear tear the stage down. You know what I mean? Like the last show. I had a show, uh, I had two shows in Maryland. Shouts out to um, uh, my big brother. Uh, and what's my man name? Ah, my medicine keeps me forgetting. What's my, <laughs> what's my man name? Damn. But anyway, I was up in Maryland and um, my wife, she was supposed to be recording my set. And, you know, I'm killing so hard. Like she forgot to be in record. Like she enjoying the show. It's over there laughing, and I'm, I'm looking at her like, "Where's your camera? Where your phone at? Or something?" Like still there, having a ball. <laughs> she gave me a couple of clips, but I'm talking about she having a goddamn ball. See, you know that's I mean? why you gotta have. I did that before. 
and you, you, that's why you got to have a, a cameraman. You got you, you got to have somebody that's actually that's you know on the payroll. Yeah, because you stand right there, you mm -hmm. record this whole thing, pan on the audience. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. I know. Oh, that man, that's that's. Eh, you can't you can't get mad at her though. She's having fun. She's enjoying her husband. On look, stage, I love, I love that's what I knew. That's when I knew I went to the next level. And I'm like, yeah, I'm killing this. I'm killing this crowd. Yeah. You know, to make my wife laugh. Like, it takes a little, it takes effort to make my wife, my life, my wife really laugh, laugh. She was rolling, bro. So how do you get your content, man? What, what do you do? You just walk around the life and say, hmm, that sounds funny or what? Just live. Just live life, bro. I live life. Certain situations and experiences stand out so I can actually you know, put a set together and sometimes it just happens. You know what I mean? And one joke can turn to a bit, one bit can turn to 15 minute, you know, segment, you know, so it's like it's just it's like I'm an artist and life just waters me and gives me things I need to, to blossom into giving y'all this humor from my perspective. That's all it is. You know what I mean? That's what's up. I I I really I envy that. You know, I I've never wanted to be on stage and be that person or whatever. But to for for you to be in something that makes you feel good, you know, it's it's purpose driven. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're not doing something that's purpose driven, I I I think you're in the wrong space. Yeah, and you it won't last. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a purpose to, to doing something, you won't do it no more. Like, you'll you'll be flaky on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, the thing that keeps coming back to you, that's a sure sign of what your your purpose is and what you were born to do, and actually right. what what you what you chose to be, what you chose to do and experience before you even got here. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the culture I, I study in. That I live, we we believe or we know that we choose our life here. You know what I mean? Just when we're we're born, we have we get amnesia and we forget why we came here, but we actually chose what we were supposed to be doing here, you know, as your purpose. Right. So anything that keeps coming back to you, you know that's a part of it. I know getting on stage and making people laugh is a part of what I'm supposed to do. Because I, I can do it. I do it effortlessly. I do it all. I do. I do it at work. Like people getting free shows. I'm just funny, you know. Right. And when I get on stage and I'm blessed to perform again and feed my family with it, I guess a win win. You know what I mean? That, that funny money is is, is funny money is good money, right? It's beautiful money, bro. Like taking my wife out after a show and just really letting her baby go ahead and spend this funny money, girl. Go ahead and get what you want. You know what I'm saying? You got to worry about the bills paid. Like it's an amazing feeling to, to be able to do that with something that you're, you can just do naturally. Plus, you and birthed I, it, right? You birthed it. You raised it. You cultivated it. You yeah. you moved into it. This is what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, and thanks for help and guidance along the way. But I know for sure what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed yeah. to be on a shit stage with Erica Badu and Yassine Bay opening up for you this Unfollow Me tour. I need, I got three, I got three shows. Let me at least do one of them. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah. everybody. Can, can, can you get one of those shows? We need one. Or just let me just do a little hot two minute segment. I'll spit some poetry. I'll do a joke. <laughs> whatever you need. Whatever you need. I'll, I'll sing one of your songs with you. That I'll just let me get up. <laughs> yeah, sir. Oh, my man. His name is Sean Sarvis. You know what I mean? Big brother Sean Sarvis gave me a good opportunity in Maryland. Gave me two shows, um, two half hour sets. Happy head headlining. So shouts out to my big brother, Sean Sarvis. All right, all right, all right. So there's some uh questions that Miss D wrote down. Now I didn't come up with these, but she came up with them. And I wanna she says, What would be the rudest animal if they could talk? The rudest animal? Probably a cat. Probably okay. a cat would be rude, but wouldn't even really have to say much, but would say some real rude shit. <laughs> and they don't give a fuck about, they don't give a damn about nobody but themselves. Yeah. 
who is this? Right, like, so you just gonna let him come up in here, just sit down, huh? You don't even know him, and you smell funny. <laughs> what? And then walk away, all prissy, <laughs> tail high in the air, right? <laughs> right. You're like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rub on his leg, but watch that, watch that, mom. <laughs> Yeah, she says. Uh, do you think cereal is a type of soup? <laughs> I've heard this question before. Is there, technically, it's a cold soup, but no cereal, cereal, <laughs> cereal, <laughs> cereal, cereal, cereal. It's not soup. Soup is hot. Soup is hot. Say, so, well, is is <laughs> we got we got oatmeal? I mean, is that a cereal? It's hot. It's, it's, it's considered a cereal. Sometimes it's on the box. Can you I get some porridge, warm, please? Warm cereal with porridge. <laughs> All right. If you had a superpower that can only work once per year, what would it be? And how would you use it? A superpower that I can use for one year. Use once per year. Uh-huh. And and what would it be? Or how would you use it? The power to hit the lotto and I take care of my family. <laughs> um the power superpower. Um the power to cancel debt. Uh, like a reset every year. Reset it. You'd be balling out all year. Right. Yeah, look. Reset. <laughs> Listen, I'll be like, yeah, we got about two more weeks to get that reset. <laughs> you know what I mean? We in Jamaica, I'm like, yeah, we got two more weeks. The $25,000 card, $100,000 card. Don't worry about it. You know I'm good for it at the end of the year. Like, yeah, I ain't, got, I ain't got enough money to fly back yet. I got two weeks here in Jamaica. And then we get we going to Africa. We going, we, going we going to Nigeria. We going to the Ocean Festival. You know what I'm saying? We travel. So um, my my grandson, not to switch topics, but my grandson, he um, he's always told us, he says, look, I'm I'm Nigerian. I'm a Nigerian prince in a former life. So it kind of lines up with the religion that you're talking about. Right. Except for he didn't have full amnesia. Right. So mm -hmm. he says, I'm a Nigerian prince, blah, blah, blah. This is I, I, this is where I want to live. I am connected to these people. I have no I have no. I don't know why, right? And I'm like, I'm like, all right. So his mom did that 23andMe thing, swab. You know, you send it back, and they find out where you're from. Where do you think this man was from? Nigeria. Like, yeah. yeah. I know my people from West Africa somewhere because the customs and the the spiritual system makes sense to me. I know, but there's so many countries right there in Western Africa, right? Beautiful countries, and for him to be from that area and to feel like it inside, he yeah. said. Sometimes he's like, "I don't know if I belong here. I think I belong there." And I'm like, "Well, you got to take that path. You got you have to figure that out. You know, yeah. go there and see what's up. You know, yeah. yeah, go where spirit takes you, man. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 crazy that you said that about your um about the religion." And then we turn around and, and then he has an experience like this. He might, you know, might need to might need to talk to you on that behalf, you know. That's cool. I'm, a, I'm an open book, man. Yeah, well, I know. Hey, that that that's how you've been. Yes, sir. All right. What is the worst thing a heckler has <laughs> has ever did or said to you in a show? And how did you handle it? Worst thing a heckler ever said. Um <laughs> Nothing like when a heckler just when they just look at you and don't laugh. That's like the worst. They just, they just like, especially the women. Like you get a, you get a black woman that don't think you funny in the front row. Be like, <laughs> she didn't paid her money. Oh my god! So this will be paid for. <laughs> I don't think you funny. <laughs> I don't think you funny. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to, you talk about working the room, you'd have to you'd have to work around that, right? Look, I'm not this one show 
But I, I killed, but this one lady in the front, I had to like break it down because she almost intimidated me a little bit. Ooh. She was just like in the front, like, like I'm there, like this is a comedy show. I'm giving you all these jokes. People around her laugh, but she just sitting there like, I'm like, dang lady. But she eventually laughed. I broke it down. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. That comes with experience, man. Like when I first started out, she would have broke me down, bro. I would have fumbled my whole set. I would have got off stage early. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have got paid my full money. <laughs> oh my God. So what, what's your go-to drink when you're on stage? I really don't drink. I try not to drink um, before or after. Well, I, I drink after, but before... I don't really try to try to drink on stage or before I, I do my set. Okay. Like I remember, you know, partaking um, you know, some medicinals, but I wouldn't like, you know, I don't even really drink that much anyway. So Right. Well, I mean, come on now. As you get older, <laughs> as you get older, you might prop it, right? There you go. Now and then, like, but on stage, no. Um, my drink of choice, I'm a rum drink. Like okay. right now, I mean, some rum. You know what I mean? You like the light, the, light or the dark? Which, which one? Which one? Which one? I, I prefer the dark. Okay. I prefer the dark one. You know. I had some um, rum. A friend of mine brought me some rum. This was years back. He brought me some rum from uh, Jamaica, and it was I forget what brand it was, but it was. Um, yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a darker rum. It was. It was a darker rum, and man, it was good. Yeah, I got some of that. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, I think it's called Red Dragon or something like that. But it, it comes in a, a bottle. It's orange and red, like that. Yeah, the I just don't want to turn into a dragon or nothing. Nah, it's, it's nah. make, you, it make you feel like a dragon when you swallow. It's got the flames come out. Got the first. Yeah, man. That's too funny. That's too funny. All right. How how let's. It has been awesome. What is the, what is your, um, what's your up, upcoming show? You said you didn't have one like right now book, but you're, 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 you're getting ready to open up for Erica Badu because we're going to call her and make that happen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm about to open up for Erica Badu. I think the next show is in Tennessee. And okay. Then we're going to have another show after that. And the last show is going to be in Texas. And yeah. I need to be a part of that. So that's that's going to be the next show. I think that's this <laughs> Sunday, I believe. Yes. I'm following me tour. Look. You know I mean? Erica Badu, Yasin Bay. You got you got, you got the girl on your on, on your shirt, you know. Yeah, man, look. That that concert was amazing, bro. Like you know, I think this is like her first like arena arena tour. Right. So she went all out, like with the imagery, with the, she had smoke everywhere, the lights, the it was just put together very well. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And the anticipate the anticipation, like her band is like dope. So we sat there for probably about five to ten minutes, just the band, just vibing and it was an amazing event. When she came out, bro, the whole arena just lit up. It was an amazing experience. That's what I said. I, I, said I, want, I want some of that. I want to be able to produce some of that. You know, I, mean? I, went, I went and seen Janet. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah. I, I, I went and By yourself, you took white. <laughs> no, I took Junior. And oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you some comedic stuff. All right. So we're there. I'm going to give you like a little setting. You know, it's Janet. You know, she's she she's nice. Right. Yeah. Beautiful woman. She's in her 50s now. So she's all covered up and looking, you know, special. So she's so she's 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 real nice. We go out in an intermission when they were just playing different music and stuff because it was Luda was there, too. It was Luda and it was and it was and it was Janet and it. I was at first I was thinking like, how, that's why he went. And I was like, I was thinking, how's that going to mess? But it, it did very well. Oh, wow. So we're in there, we're sitting down and the intermission comes out and we walk outside. I get something to drink. He's getting something to drink. We're just standing out there and this lady walks past me and she looks me up and down. Right. 
And then she walks off and he said, uh, I said, did you see that lady? And he said, yeah, she's trying to figure us out. She said, I'm looking like a rapper and you looking like you about to go catch alligators and snakes. Cause I had like, some, <laughs> I, had, I had some khaki pants on. Like I had a big old hat on, right? Like, Cause it was hot outside, you know, and look, I had a hat on and everything. He's all dressed to the nines. And he was like, she says, we don't go together. Right. <laughs> what y'all got going on? <laughs> but it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And he said, that wasn't the first lady that looked at you like that. There has been a bunch of them. Right. And I was like, yeah, well, they scope you out. Like, is this, is this a brother? Mexican brother? <laughs> He's there. Does he have a bomb on him? I just need to know if he has a bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they were watching me. They were watching me tough. They were trying to figure me out because I did not look like I was at a Janet Jackson concert. Right. We'll but yeah, that was my that that was going to be my uh that that was my girlfriend back in the day, you know. But I, and and yeah. D was like, yeah, be quiet. You ain't gonna you ain't never gonna meet her. You ain't never gonna meet her. That's why she bought those for me for uh, my birthday. Oh, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Because my birthday was in April, his was in May, so she kind of like I think it was like May sixth or something. We went out there. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Janet came here recently. I think she was here about three months ago. Mm-hmm. She came to North. So, how can uh, listeners check you out, sir? Yeah, follow me on Facebook, uh, comedian Lance Thompson, Instagram, comedian Lance Thompson, TikTok. Comedian Lance Thompson. That's Thompson, not Thomas. T H O M P S O N. Lance Thompson. Comedian Lance Thompson. And um, yeah, like, you can find me there. That's that's I'm on social medias. You're I'm on. I'm on all the medias. Yes. They can check me out at this address. They can check me out at the Safeway. They can check that. Like I have no. I have no social media. Trying to get some skittles. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm everywhere, man. I'm on my, on my motorcycle, rolling in the street. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Doing taglines or anything like that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know? You have any uh, parting words? Parting words? Give, um, us some, give, us, give us some advice. Advice. Uh, I would say um, do what you were born here to do. Do what you chose to do. You know what I mean? Ask ask for help. You know, ask your ancestors for help. Ask your elders for help. Ask yourself, your higher self for help. And just live in that. You know what I mean? And help people along the way. That's the best advice I can give right now. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. I hear that. That's that's blessed right there. I like that. I'm I'm an energy guy. I, I really like how... Energy moves in and out. So I'm, right. a, I'm a I'm a person that attaches myself to good energy. I don't try to I'm not trying to attach myself to someone that's bombing. You're right. I, yeah, I, I step well. Yeah, I, I don't have too many people I, I, like really connect like with that. You know what I mean? Because like you say, I'm big on energy. Like, you know, what I mean, we connect because you got good energy, humorous, you're a great person, period. You know what I mean? So we connected. Appreciate that. Still connected, obviously. So it's yeah. like I'm, I'm, I go where the good energy is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, and if you can't enjoy, like, if you're in a couple, if you can't enjoy each other as a couple, then you right. can't enjoy me. You know, if you can't enjoy my wife, you can't enjoy me. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like because she's attached to me, and I'm yeah. attached to her. Yeah, and and I know exactly how you feel. It's like if you're taking me somewhere. Make sure I'm comfortable. If you're if if she taking you somewhere, make sure you're comfortable. Vice versa. So yeah, no, I agree. Well, I'm like, well sometimes I ain't gonna lie, my, my wife she takes me outside my comfort zone <laughs> quite <laughs> often. <laughs> quite often, and it's like you know, being uncomfortable is not too bad until you're comfortable with it. You know what I mean? So right. it's like you know, what I mean, we both, and that goes both ways. You know what I mean? I make her uncomfortable too. A lot of times, and um, I think that's not a bad. Do you feel like you have to? Do you do you feel like you have to sometimes be uncomfortable or be comfortable in being uncomfortable to grow? Of course, that's where that's where the growth is. The growth is discomfort. You know, on the fence line. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 
if you if you do the same thing day in day out, you're not growing. You you are very comfortable. But if you out here making it happen and not knowing how it's gonna happen, but you know it's gonna happen, and keeping it moving and keeping it pushing, it's uncomfortable. And people tell you people even put their fears on what you're trying to do. And it's not even them. It's like, oh, no, don't do that because this. Don't do that because that. And then it has you questioning your shit like, yeah. should I not do that? But you got to fight through that. You got to stay, like I said, tap into, tap into what you need to tap into and get guidance and be obedient to that. You just keep going. You know what I mean? I hear keep that. Going. I hear that. Now, that's, that's some awesome work. All right, Lance, thank you for participating on the Truth and Coffee Time show. If I if I don't get this right, you know, she's going to it's going to be like, take one, take two, you know, <laughs> she gonna get your way. <laughs> you did good, man. Like you, you did good, man. Start off kind of shaky, you know what I mean? In the introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're good. You know what I mean? You're good, bro. So I, I, I appreciate you, my brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. As always, we gotta have you guys out to the house, though. You can bring the whole tribe too. Though. You know, you just what? don't say that because you already know. I'll do that because we got one too, and that would be that would be unfair. You know, we look, have some I'm adult conversation, and then the kids can't do anything, right? I'm like, look, Uncle Uncle B said we can come through, and y'all look, and y'all spending the night, and we ain't gonna be leaving. Hey, Lex, there you go. Always got, always with the comedy, always with the comedy. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> What's your what how old is your youngest? She just turned two. All right, so we have a two-year-old. They, okay. they catch up. And then okay. we have a three-year-old, and then we have a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old. Oh yeah, I got all those. Yeah, right. see, look, they're all over the place. Like I got from two to 19. You know what I mean? Like there you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we can come through, man. All right, all right. Oh yeah, and uh, we're we're sharing our truths over coffee. Hey, <laughs> yeah, your coffee, my coffee, right? Hey. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, and also please follow us on IG. Facebook and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D I V E R S E L U V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me, take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind, looking like it's truth and coffee time. Tell me what you really wanna know, girl. It ain't-